0: Welcome to episode 38 of the Shark Bites Podcast, a Throwdown Thursday production. I am your host, Patrick Rayhall. But you can call me Patsy, the Angry Nerd, and I am here today with uh, a very talented uh, gentleman from a variety of uh, of uh, you know uh, ventures throughout the filmmaking industry, Mr. Spencer Gray. And uh, Spencer, you have you have done a ton of stuff, and your your uh, career has stretched back over two decades at this point. So, my question for you is uh, when did you decide that, you know, filmmaking is something that you really wanted to get into?
1: Um, Thanks for the kind words and having me on. Um, Honestly, uh, I realized I wanted to make horror films after I saw um, Halloween Two when I was a kid. Uh, John Carpenter's, of course. Um, Actually, I saw Halloween Two before I saw the original. And, uh, you know, I went back and watched, I don't know, those two films were uh, seminal and, um, you know, sparking the filmmaking bug in me. So I guess I, I have to thank John Carpenter. And uh, after that, I discovered Dario Argento and Lucio Fulci and Bava and those guys and uh, became a big fan of uh, cinematography and you know, color and, you know, uniqueness, and it just kind of went from there.
0: Yeah, I would say uh, you are probably not alone in thanking those gentlemen uh, as uh, the introduction to your your journey into film, and Argento definitely knows what he's doing when it comes to colors. Um,
1: Oh, yeah. So Yeah, I was like, you know, I saw Argento, and I was like, yeah, who says a horror film has to be, uh, you know, muddy and murky and, I mean it has its place don't get me wrong you know but uh, he did something really fantastic to me and um, I think I owe the guy uh, you know everything as far as you know sparking my imagination and I was a big reader as a kid I mean comic books classic literature you name it and when I would read those things especially books you know I would always watch it as a movie in my head while I was reading as I'm sure a lot of people do anyway but, uh, you know, I just kind of, I just always was, uh, those things drove me, uh, whether it be comic books or old, you know, movies I got to see, you know, on cable when cable became a thing finally, you know, I uh, just, you know, I, I was just always a creative kid and kind of lived in my head, so.
0: Yeah, that seems to be a trend among, uh, among filmmakers is, you know, a lot of reading, a lot of, you know, influence from earlier uh earlier filmmakers now the reason you're on with, sure. with with me today is you have a film that is coming out uh in 2022 and it is a sequel called axe to grind mm-hmm. and it's funny because the original is also called axe to grind but with this time we have the number two i almost said letter two, the number two <laughs> in yeah. between the uh <laughs> the two main words and so my question is this is going to be your first feature length because you did a short film which, and I love the title of it, The uh, Snake with a Human Tail, which yeah. is just, uh, that really, uh, you know, based on what you were just saying, it really makes sense because that imagina- imaginative uh, creativity and, you know, kind of delving into some of uh, yeah. uh, Argento stuff and, and, you know, reading comic books and things, like, that kind of lends to that. So tell us a little bit about uh, your journey from, you know, first making this short film and then to how you got this job working on uh, Axe to Grind?
1: Um, Well, I mean, there's really no big story to it. Um, Scott, Sanford, and, uh, you know, the great people over at Serif uh, Films decided, you know, they wanted to make the not, I call it the not sequel, and uh, Scott's gotten where he does it as well, (laughs) because it, you know, it it could be, the way we're doing it, it could be a standalone film. You know, you know, you know. It, it's good to have seen the first one uh, because the first one, you know, gives you backstory and it's and it's a, and it's a good, fun horror film. Uh, this one's going to be a lot crazier. Um, <laughs> we're we're trying. Uh, this is like uh, my first film, Snake with a Human Tail. I kind of wanted to do an homage to Stanley Kubrick without and Lucio Fulci kind of put those two together without ripping anything off, of course, without you know. know i don't i don't like it when people plagiarize and they say oh but it's an homage yeah no you 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 stole that
0: (laughs) you ripped it off hate
1: that shit (laughs) so uh no so i mean like so i got that out of my system and when we all sat down and decided to do Axe to grind um scott and i wanted to make it different of course and that's one of the reasons he approached me i think is uh he was a big fan of snake and the how unique it was and came to me and said that's what he wanted to do and I was like okay well we can figure out something crazy to do with it we threw around the idea ball for several weeks and then it just came to me about 3 o'clock in the morning I was like okay I know what I'm gonna do and talked to Scott the next day and he was like all right go for it so uh, basically this film is gonna be a non-plagiaristic homage to films Jane and John Waters and um, you know, crazy stuff like that. And don't worry, kids. It's going to be crazy brutal. So I'm not going to let you down on that department either. Well, so.
0: oh, I was I was hopeful, especially with that title and you know some of the some of the stuff I've been following along between the stuff that you've posted, the stuff that Scott's posted. Um, I actually got a chance to interview Scott uh, about a week or so ago. So like this is this is cool because yeah. I think this is a a really cool uh, concept and the fact that you are absolutely loading this film with badass women um -hmm. i'm really looking forward to it like the uh the the picture that you guys have for uh julianne prescott is awesome like just like her coming at you with a knife like that's super rad um you you took kind of a an unconventional route to uh through your career because you started off unless i'm wrong uh Correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the first things you did was doing uh, special effects uh, makeup work yeah. in 1998 on the X-Files.
1: Well, I was a day checker. I mean, it wasn't exactly, you know, I wasn't Tom Savini or any, I didn't have goat status on that. So I was a day checker. I just came in and did makeup and whatever else they told me to do. Yeah, but it, still. It wasn't, uh, you know, I, I was basically a, a glorified intern. So I I, I don't count that stuff really. It, I mean, it was my—it was a launchpad, you know. I mean, and don't don't get me wrong—I wouldn't want to undo any of those experiences.
0: Yeah, but uh, I, I yeah,
1: I worked I worked on Pepsi commercials. I worked on whatever I could find, you know. Uh, Walker Texas Ranger. I've finally gotten old enough to reckon can admit that—that's uh, part of my past.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, see that, and that's the thing though—is like these aren't like. Oh, we did a pilot, and no one ever saw the show. Like these were shows right. that ran for a lot. Like the X Files still has a cult following, and is still like, you know, I have a friend of mine who is still rewatching right. the series over and over again. So, you're like to have that on oh, your yeah. resume, even like as a small part. Like, you know, if I was, you know, if I was in a similar situation, and I was like, yeah, I was the guy who, you know, combed the 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 dirt out of the Chewbacca suit. Like, I still worked mm-hmm. on Star Wars, you know yeah so i mean you've still got that yeah
1: you know yeah i mean don't don't get me wrong, i mean i appreciate it i i just don't uh it's such a i don't know i i i appreciate it being remembered and brought up and everything, but uh, you know i i i did so i i was so passionate about what I wanted to do, I literally would do anything <laughs> I was just a mercenary, if you offered me a job paid or not, I would take it, so it was you know. Uh, and I had a good time, and I've, you know, I've got a lot of great stories. But you know, it, it you know, I didn't become, uh, uh, you know, um, Savini or you know, any any kind of an effects icon because of it. And you know, I I barely got by and slept on people's couches and bummed hotel rooms, and you know, kind, kind of like you do when you know uh, when you have a punk band. You know, I'm sure mm-hmm. Henry Rollins saw those saw a lot of couches back in the day when they were in the van, you know, trying to get black flag off the ground, you know. It's just, you know, you, when you're passionate about something and you don't have a lot of direction or a lot of people helping you or believing in you, you're kind of like, well, I'll, I'll take whatever. And if I get credit or I get paid, that's great. And if I don't, well, I've got experience and I've got a, I got cool stories and, and cool photos. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, that About to it. me, like, it, that lends credibility to you, where you're like, you know, you're not just like, oh, I'm doing whatever I'll do for a paycheck. It's I'm doing as much as I can because I have a specific vision that I want yeah. to put into the world, and I need to learn how to do it, so I will do whatever I need to do in order to do it. You know, so yeah. I admire yeah, that.
1: You know, I mean, whether – oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off there. and no and I think we have a little bit of a delay so I'm I'm stepping on you a little so I'm not I'm not trying to interject and be rude or anything. So
0: my next question is uh when it comes to the casting of this obviously Debbie had to come back because you know it's Debbie right. and it's that movie. Uh but tell us a little bit about some of the rest of the casting like how you went through that process because you've got some great names in here.
1: Yeah. Uh well first thing I I made I made you know, one of my first requests to Scott when I agreed to do it, because I, cause I'm in school, I'm I'm pre-law right now, I'm getting my law degree. I uh, went back to college late in life, so I was like, you know, first thing I got to do is, we, we, you know, we have to be mindful of my school schedule. And he's like, oh, well, of course. And um, secondly, you know, it, 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 it's something that happened really fast, and I was really honestly, you know, I told him what I wanted to do. As far as writing and you know we had to keep school in mind but anyway (laughs) no um, but I came to him said you know first of all I need to have back the cinematographer from snake with a human tail Anthony Gutierrez love the guy he he can read my mind I can read his I mean that's that's the way I like to work is with people that uh, know my mind and can just get out there and get it done or look at a storyboard and go gotcha and I'm like oh yeah that's what I wanted and I requested that we have Marv come back. We played Father Fulci and Snake with a Human Tail, Marv Blavel And Scott agreed to that. And I was like, okay. So I didn't give him too much, you know, like I, I've always been a big fan of Debbie Rochon, but I've never actually gotten to work with her. I, we've bumped into each other at conventions. And she, but, you know, we haven't worked together. We, um, so uh, it, it was an around-the-water cooler kind of uh, knowing each other kind of thing. But I was like, Oh God, you know, to work with Debbie and, you know, and I said, uh, you know, cause I live in Oklahoma and it's also cause I, you know, I go to school at OU, but I know that, um, one of the, uh, actresses that, uh, that's one of the leads has a home here and, and spends a lot of time and her, time here. So I, I threw it out there and said, Hey Scott, why don't you cast Stormy Daniels? And, and at first he, but he goes, but that's a great idea. So we got on that. Everything's just kind of happened organically through conversations, you know, like we'll get to talking about a subject and who could who could pull this scene off the best, and I would say, well, I know this person, or I'd like to work with that person. So it just became a thing of that nature. It wasn't, uh, I don't, nobody was picked, you know, arbitrarily. Everybody was well thought out and approached, and, you know, so yeah I mean there was it just happened very organically and very naturally we uh you know we we haven't disagreed on uh, much yet so and I don't think we will so um it it has been great so far and and I see it being great down the road until we can wrap it up and hit the conventions you know if we ever have them again yeah that'd be nice huh
0: um right on so you know when it comes to the the casting you know you've covered that so when it comes to how you know the you have interacted with the writers, it sounds like you and Scott are very, very close, and you guys work closely together, but he's not the only mm-hmm. writer there's a There's a few people who have contributed to this script and so how is you know kind of meshing everybody's different visions along with what you're trying to put on screen? How has that been
1: um it's it's honestly has it been um it hasn't been a tug of war or any or it hasn't been any drama or anything like that. Um, it, it's been easy to accommodate. And if something hasn't worked, we've just been adults about it and said, yeah, you know, great idea, but it's not going to work. You know, maybe we could use it in a film down the road, but, you know, or, oh, that's a great idea. I didn't think of that. Let's try this, you know, or we can improve this this way. I'm a collaborative person. You know, I'm not, uh, I, I'm a, I don't, I don't, I, I hate pretentious dipshits, so if I ever catch myself about to do it, I, I have a come-to-Jesus meeting with myself real quick. <laughs> I, I try think, to be open. I think yeah, that you know, works I don't well. <clears throat> do what? What What you say? I said
0: I think that works well.
1: I think so, and and people respect you and want to work with you again. But, you know, you can't be a pushover either. It's just you got to be a good balance of, you know, that, that, that way – you If you have respect and everybody's having a good time, then everybody wants to come back to the table again down the road if you, you know, decide you have a project to do instead of everybody being angry at each other or bitter or cross ways or talking shit behind this person's back or that person's back. It's, you know, they call it the horror community for a reason. It's a community. We know everything about it. Body and everybody knows everything about everybody, and everybody's probably slept on everybody's couch at some point. Going to this convention or that film festival, or <laughs> or you know, hey, once you go up to my hotel room, you're too drunk. You know, I mean, something. You know, you know, we everybody knows each other, and right now everybody's so divided because of the political climate in the country. And I just we're the misfits of society. So for somebody to come out and be racist is just astounding to me, and I don't know why I got off on that tangent, but, you know, it's a small community, so everybody should just really work together and get along, and more good projects would come out of it, Yeah, you yeah. know, you leave, check your egos at the door, I guess is my point, stop, you know, if you're an asshole, keep that stuff at home, you know, it, it doesn't get you any points of respect with me, I, I don't, you know, especially if your ideas suck and you're a dick about it, <laughs> well, um, Uh, You know, you need to go home. Walk on home, boy. Yeah, you know, (laughs) I I agree with you right
0: there. Like, you know, the the horror community is so close-knit that, like, you know, it's it's a it's a double-edged sword. It's like if you're really good to work with, other people are going to want to work with you. It's like, oh, you know, I want to work with, you know, person X. And it's like, oh, I heard they worked with, you know, person A, B, and C, and, like, they had really right. good things to say about you, so I want to work with you too. And, like, that stuff. But, you know, again, the same thing. Like, if you're an asshole, that's going to come back as well.
1: So. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I think Ozzy Osborne said it once, you know. Be nice to everybody on the way up because you're going to meet those people on the way down. It, it's true in anything, really. But, you know, in a, in a community, this it's not small by any means, but then again, it's really tiny at the same time. So, it, you know, I, I saw a T-shirt uh, online. I thought about getting it, but I'm not really a big T-shirt with a logo on it kind of guy. But it was like, egos kill dreams. Mm. And I was like, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Oh, my God, how they do. You
0: yeah. Know? No,
1: that's, there's some, that's right. There's there's some real nightmares out there, and I'm not talking about like Freddy Krueger. I'm talking about real life ones. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> with, with with man buns or fake boobies. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. So Scott Scott did warn you about me. I don't have any kind of a filter.
0: So. Oh, that's fine. There's you know you don't need it for this show, so it's yeah, it's good. perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you seem to be against the same stuff we're against. You know, racism has no place. So as you know, as long as you're uh, not spouting off racist shit, I'm I'm fine with your your opinions. So yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah.
1: Uh, I know, man. I know. It's just, and I don't know these people. They they. they they believe their own press, and they and, well, I can be racist because the president doesn't, and uh, like he gets away with it, and it's okay now. No, it's not. It's never
0: okay.
1: Yeah, oh, I'm God. I'm God because I, I made a movie for, made a couple of movies for WWE. So I'll oh I'll, I'll, I'll relate. I'll I'll be open about my alt-right beliefs, and then back and then backpedal like Ted Cruz. Please come on. Yeah, yeah, see right, see right through you. No, I'm with, I'm with you on that.
0: Like, there's no, there's no place for it. Um, one of the things I do like about this film is that you are very prominently featuring uh, a lot of powerful women again, and you know that's something that. Yeah. You know, there's a fine line when it comes to uh, this type of thing, and um, you know when you have someone that's like, well, I'm just going to put. 30 women in my movie and everyone's going to be super amazing and it's like well now you're kind of pandering but if you're doing it it's like I am picking these people based on who they are what they have done Mm -hmm. Um, because I wasn't overly familiar with everyone so you know as I'm you know doing research to you know talk to Scott and to talk to you um, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm trying to look into who these characters are I'm like these are some really awesome ladies and to like it's almost like the Expendables of like you know independent <laughs> horror women. It really is like oh, yeah. it's such a cool collection of uh, of these badass ladies. So uh, I I really appreciate the fact that you know this is something that you're going for where it's not just you know oh I'm this you know this you know damsel in distress. I mean we've seen that kind of take a turn over the last few years. Like if you look at Crawl yeah. or you know I guess Laurie Strode's really the the first one you know um
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know and
1: and well, that's coming. something we wanted to avoid uh, i'm glad you bring that up because um, then it doesn't sound like i'm blowing smoke up my own ass but we definitely wanted to avoid exactly the, the cliched horror movie trappings what you just said uh every character even if even when and if they become a victim or if they survive or whatever all of them are survivors in life. They're intelligent. I mean, you know, this is really kind of half really dark comedy, and I mean dark, or and half slasher movie. But it it keeps you on your toes because you don't see any of it ever coming. And it's it like Scott and I had a conversation one time. You know, we were just like, you know, this is becoming a circus, but not in a bad way. I, I like weird. I like wild and crazy. So it. We said, you know what? Let's just let's let's pay it. Let's just pay an homage to John Waters. It's about time somebody did. So
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. and here and, we are. And, and you know, just as long as you know, I mean, it's it's your movie, so do whatever you want. But I think I would be okay without seeing anybody eat dog shit. I would be okay with uh with with that.
1: No, no. I, <laughs> no. Um, well, well, then you're you're good news. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Nobody eats any dog shit.
0: Although I think that might have been... I don't think that was water's direction. I think that was just divine being divine.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, divine was a, a force of nature. I don't think anybody could control divine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, don't do that. Don't tell me what to do. I'm fucking divine.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll go to a red carpet screening with a stubborn pig head, and, even though I'm a vegan. I mean, oh, yeah, man. exactly.
0: <laughs> so... Uh, like I said, I know, you've got a, a little bit of a time crunch, so I don't want to uh, keep you too too long. But um... no, I'm having
1: no, I'm having a good time. Oh, good good.
0: I'm 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 glad. I you know that's uh, that's yeah. my goal every time I interview someone. You have a Kickstarter that launches. Uh, is it Kickstarter or Indiegogo? I just I, I'm not sure which one. I always get them confused in my head. Uh, but that uh, launched... Indiegogo. Indiegogo. Okay, so that launches on the 24th of uh, July. So
1: Yeah, just head on over to the uh, the official Facebook group um for updates on that. And, you know, of course my page, uh Scott Sanford, Sarah Films. It's Sarah F. films uh S-E-R-A-F-H. Yeah. Yep. I got tongue tongue twisted there for a sec. Sorry about
0: that. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I asked uh I asked Scott and he uh he alluded to a couple of things but didn't get into any specifics. But, uh, so I'll ask you, and it's perfectly fine if you don't want to, but can you give us any sneak peeks as to what some of the perks might be? Because I know uh, from what I've been following, a lot of these are probably going to be gone day one.
1: Uh, yeah, a lot of them, will, a lot of them are going to sell out fast. Um, I mean, you can imagine... And we're not doing anything gross or triple X or anything like that but a lot of them a lot of the perks are gonna it's all fun stuff okay and it's all gonna be we sat down for a lot of time and thought into this and money so it's you know the, the perks are gonna be a lot of fun and no I can't tell you
0: that's all fine right. I you know I, I gotta try though I gotta ask
1: you do <laughs> and there's no you know, there's no harm in trying you know, even the Bible says, you know, there's no harm in trying. I guess <laughs> I don't know. It, it doesn't say that in the Bible. I don't think that's the Bible. Maybe it's yeah, it. There might be the, something uh, somewhere. <laughs> I don't. Know. Yeah, um, um, the Bhagavad Gita, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> the Gosha. <laughs> uh,
0: so, well, so I, I will ask a, a general question about these. Um, when coming up with these parks, were there some that you were just like, "Oh man, I can't wait." Does he like, and we can charge whatever we want for this—a thousand, five thousand—and people will pay it? Or were you just like, "This is awesome"? Um, you know, I'm sure we're going to get the, the the funding for the film. Uh, can you tell us how much you're looking to raise? Because that's going to be uh, public information, anyways. But if you if you don't want to, that's fine. But if you do,
1: well, actually, let's um, let's 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 clear something up. It's not that I don't want to. I'm yeah. I'm I'm a bad gift giver. Like I, (laughs) I I always like wait until like, and I you know people like Christmas shop at the last minute because they're lazy. I Christmas shop at the last minute because I'm terrible secret keeper. Don't ever tell me anything you don't want anybody to know. So yes, I want to tell you all these things you're asking, but I'm not. I can't. Scott Scott will uh, break up with me and never let me make another movie, and then I'll be sad.
0: Uh, no, that's fine. I mean, we'll you know I guess we'll uh, we'll have to wait till uh, till next Friday because we're recording this on the uh, 18th, and yeah. uh, this should go live on the 20th. I don't know. Let me look at my calendar. Twenty first. Sorry, I couldn't remember what day was what. I was trying to do math in my head, and that's. I'm also drinking, well, I, so you know. probably not the no, best. Well, uh <laughs> Not the best combination: math and Long Island no. iced teas.
1: Um, well, I uh, yeah. Well, I'm 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 feeling as good as you are, but I don't drink alcohol, so we'll just uh, use our imaginations on my end. Uh, nice. Actually, actually, perfectly legal. I haven't taken anything illegal, so. I, yeah i'm I'm with you on the feeling good side of the of the of the line, so
0: oh yes yeah a nice a nice uh, warm glass of milk and some uh, saltines, I'm sure make you feel just just the best.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, smoke you a big bowl of graham crackers before you go on a podcast <laughs> and you'll sound like fucking Mick Jagger. you have a
0: a Ted Levine quality to your voice. It's very deep and smooth, like if they were to oh. Uh well thank you. Yeah, it it just that it, it kind of reminds I, uh, plus you got that slight uh that slight southern twang to go along with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'll I'll never call you candy cane or stalk you from my 18 wheeler.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You know, where can folks follow the uh film like on social media and uh where are we going to see some stuff posted cuz I'll obviously share as much as you want.
1: Um Right. I yeah, appreciate that. Uh, we really do appreciate the support and uh, anytime you want us to come on or, you know, or anything, feel free to let us know. But uh, yeah. I, and I, you know, wrap it up. I'm I'm glad you did talk, you know, about the, um, you know, the women, you know, a, a cast that women in horror would be proud of women in horror month would be proud of. And, you know, we're very proud that uh, it, it's just time that, you know, we, we had a good, strong cast of women out there who were smart and capable, and when it, you know, when when something happens, or if something happens to the character, they're completely surprised. It's not because they, you know, became some walk talking cliche, and, you know, tried to run through the woods and make it to a highway wearing high heels or something, you know. So we, we tried to avoid all of those cliched things, but so far, you can just um, follow, uh, you know, on the uh, official uh, Facebook fan page, or you can send me a friend request. Um, I'm pretty close to being at max, but you know, we'll see who gets in. I I, I do house cleaning a couple of times a week because people say the darndest things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> so I don't have any patience for that shit anymore. So, if you're gonna send me a friend request, please be nice. Uh, and be a decent person. Please, I'm begging you. You just waste both of our times. Anyway, so, but, I mean, uh, yeah, we do it. The campaign starts July 24th. Uh, Really, the only thing we have going right now as far as social media, I do promote on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, You can find me on Twitter, and I'll just spell it because it's weird. It's um, at, uh, it's kind of like Cthulhu, but it's uh, at C. G U T H L U S T. So it's kind of like at Cthulhu's lust, but nice. <laughs> I don't know. I just couldn't think of anything else. So anyway, and then you can find me on Instagram, Spencer D. Gray. And uh, I, you know, I'm cool about, you know, interacting with everybody unless they come on and try to be a jerk. So.
0: All right. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time and, uh, you know battling through these technical issues we've been having but uh I really appreciate it um I know you've got uh, you know stuff going on in the background you were telling me about so <laughs> yeah. I know you need to attend to that but uh you know thank you again um you know we'll definitely have you on hopefully with uh, fewer fewer issues and uh you know as as the yeah. film gets closer and you know maybe at some point you know maybe in the middle of the the campaign we'll do something live if you'd like uh, oh
1: yeah, absolutely, man. Or um, you know, we, uh, you know, if we're ever at, a, you know, if they ever do conventions and festivals again, and you know, we, we're at something close to you, come on out and we'll be uh, be our official guest at the table, and maybe we can do like a ringside report kind of thing live on the air while we're signing shit. You know, well, we'll work something out. You yeah, know, yeah, absolutely. I, I yeah, always love to. I, yeah. i'm 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 a big believer in giving back when the universe gives to you so you know i i man i can know people are part of the universe so that's what i believe in you know like supports like you know yeah as they say in in medical school so (sighs) anyway but um appreciate the you know appreciate the support and everything
0: welcome thank you for spending the time with me and uh We're going to take a quick break, and when I come back, I have got an important announcement regarding this particular film. So uh, stay tuned. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks, too, and Deadly Serious greetings we are the retro reductipus cephala podcast a bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome he's right we wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies toys cartoons I don't know help me out here music
1: pants quoting video games that don't have dialogues Chebibber
0: Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable
1: nature facts.
0: Or how to install a samoplange.
1: And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retro RetroDocubus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. A problem. Hey, they might still suck,
0: And I am back. Thank you for checking out this week's episode. And uh, I would like to let you know that this Friday, uh, live on the Dorkening Network, we are going to have not only uh, Spencer join us, but most of the cast of X2 Grind will be joining us live throughout the evening between 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Most of the cast will be joining us to discuss the film, to discuss their roles. Uh, Folks are going to be popping in and out every, uh, you know, say half an hour here, 20 minutes there. Uh, It all depends on what their schedule is, but we're going to have most of the cast on. They're going to be answering viewer questions, so we're going to be live. Uh, We're going to be talking about the uh, Indiegogo campaign. We're going to be talking about some of the parks, which by that time probably will have sold out. But there's going to be a lot of folks that are going to be popping in and out. So if you have any questions, any uh, any thoughts, uh, definitely feel free. Come in, join us, talk with some of the uh, amazing actors that are going to be in this film. Um, you know, th- We have just a, a, a huge variety of folks that are going to be on. And uh, I'm very excited for it. It's going to be a great time. Ashes and I will be on. Uh Leo will be uh, helming the the uh StreamYard stream because uh Leo's awesome and uh you know graciously uh agreed to join us and uh help to uh to help promote this film because you know that's one of the shows Leo and I do is Indie Creator Spotlight. Speaking of which, uh the most recent Indie Creator Spotlight, which we did live last night, we interviewed Andre Gower, who uh, a lot of folks know from uh playing Sean in The Monster Squad, one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's awesome. It's uh, uh, We're having a lot of good, good conversations with some really talented filmmakers on Indie Creator Spotlight, uh, which drops every Monday. Usually we do it live. We have a couple of uh, episodes that we've recorded that are in the can, but... Yeah, we uh, we are very excited to bring you this special edition because uh, we're trying to help the uh, Indiegogo campaign launch this this Friday. So on uh, Friday, July twenty fourth, from seven to ten p.m. Eastern Time, join us. We're going to be talking about Indiegogo. We're going to be talking about the perks. We're going to be interviewing, you know, actors, writers, directors for Acts to Grind, and uh, we hope to see you there. And uh, as always, this week, I'm going to give you uh, a fun and exciting shark fact. And this week's shark fact is that as ambush predators, great whites can propel themselves at such high speeds that they are able to jump over 10 feet out of the water. So they don't, they're not just, you know, going underneath and, you know, popping up to catch seals like you see on the Shark Week, like air jaws uh, type things, but uh, they can also catch low-flying birds. Um, there's some interesting videos of that um sometimes it's an accident sometimes they might be going for something else and accidentally grab a bird so you know unlucky bird uh but yeah it's uh it's pretty interesting when you think of something that big being able to propel itself that far out of the water so uh, that's this week's shark fact and uh, i think that's about it um like I said join us this this uh Friday on the Dorkening we're going to be streaming live to YouTube live to Facebook so please get get uh get your schedule cleared get your favorite beverage and uh hang out with us for a few hours and uh you know there's there's going to be some awesome folks that are going to be joining us so I'm very excited for it um yeah help support another uh independent film if you uh, enjoyed the conversation that Spencer and I had uh today uh, we'll get a little bit more of that on Friday. So uh, I think that's about it. Um, if you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, suggestions for shows, please hit me up at sharkbitespod at gmail.com. And uh, just remember that I am the podcaster, but as the listener, you are my chum. Have a great week, folks. Wear your mask, wash your hands.